Yes, it is connected to the inner worlds. There are Garth and lands. There's just one of the subcontinents or inner subcontinents that deals with the actual tunnelized systems that reroute into the main Agarthan realm, the core itself. It, it connects to Antarctica, it connects to the subsystems in uh, certain areas and indexers in the Western Hemisphere of the United States of America, including Mount Shasta. It includes certain areas that correlate to the Grand Canyon underneath through Mammoth Cave as well, and substructures and tunnelized systems. It's pretty much a lot of the mainframe of the grid has a lot of portalized systems and dimensions that help with advanced societies in co-opting military and governmentals. everybody welcome to episode 40 blue how are you doing i'm good today mike hey what are we going to talk about today in a big episode 40 well one of the things we'd be discussing about is the bermuda triangle and the correlates it deals with with atlantis itself the main activation points that go into trilateral platforms that signalize with that electromagnetic poles of metal alloy structures and wormhole properties as well as protection layers that conceal the advanced cities underneath the water itself. Extraterrestrial timeline inductors are Antarctica tunnels links to the Mammoth Cave system, as well as subsystems that go through the Agarthan realms and the incorporated underwater Pacifica realms, Atlantica, as well as the Gulf of Mexico. Wow, I'm excited to talk about that because this kind of puts together a lot of things we've been talking about on previous episodes. It kind of links them together. I, I I like that. I like that a lot. Hey, before we get started in episode 40, I want to thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If we're not on your preferred platform, let me know where that is, and I'll do the best I can to make sure we're on that platform. And of course, please click like, subscribe, and uh, hey, you'll be notified if you click that notification bell when we post new material, so you'll get that right away. Blue, let's get right into episode 40 here in the Bermuda Triangle. Absolutely. <clears throat> Underwater subsystems of what was called the Elocity of Atlantis itself signalized there have been a lot of electromagnetic disturbances upon the field of the Bermuda Triangle. Why do we always have planes that have been in correlates to missing? Why do we have other people go missing? Why do we have the electronics and field interfaces, even the compass itself, go off balance? Substreams of events, there was an advanced city, and there still is underneath the lying spores of this area, indexer of the ocean itself, underneath the perimeter that deals with trilateral platforms. What goes into crystal pyramids? We'll be talking about that in another outlining event in the episode. But these certain crystal pyramids are a part of the cities that subalign with electromagnetic fields as well as properties that subsystem through the communications and the structures that go into the Agarthan and inner realms. The inner realms itself stands with a lot of technological and advanced societies. The societies do not always have to be underneath the earth. They can be under the water, 
thinking even beyond the land itself up into the perimeters of where people don't even know. Like certain areas of what they had designated to protection zones, certain forts, certain areas of distribution scenes like that. You know, I, I often wonder because I've I, I've I've been fascinated by this since I was a little kid. I remember reading books about the Bermuda Triangle and my mom telling me that wasn't real and stuff. <laughs> I just and then we moved to Florida from the Northeast and I was like, oh, man, we're going to be right there. And then I was nervous taking a plane trip where we were going to fly over to Bermuda Triangle. And I was nervous going on a cruise where we were going to go through the Bermuda Triangle. And I, I've done those things and I survived. But at the same time, you can't deny the fact, and if you look back all the way into the days that of recorded history that what we know of with uh, pirate ships and Spanish ships and ships from all over, it's the highest concentration in that area of downed aircraft, downed boats going back centuries at a time. So it's always fascinated me. You had mentioned that uh it involved different realms. My question is, is there do you think there's any connection to weather or weather patterns because that's the highest concentration of hurricanes and big storms and so forth as well do you think there's any connection there well there like i said there's an electromagnetic pole interface that can combines with the actual trilateral platforms that are underwater itself that's why they have disturbances and why many cannot go through that without something happening to the actual substructure they're in they protect these zones of effect so that way certain underlying scales, like humans, for instance, and other engrams, are not actually going into this designated area accidentally or manually. They have abled ways to protect their zoning layers. And because they have higher electromagnetic fields of effect, because of the way the technologies are, it disturbs regular intervals of the electronics. It creates the disturbance upon the high on electromagnetic interface and it pulls the indexers in. You know, I I, I also remember and and I don't have any exact details in front of me, but a world World War II era uh, Navy squadron or, or 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 a bunch of planes going down in that area and one during a training exercise or what have you they ran out of fuel they think they got turned around with you know something with the with the the the, the uh dials and stuff in there playing the magnetism and so forth and then i remember years later seeing a movie and i know it, it's probably a fictional thing and again sorry no details but um at the end it, it discussed that and at the end of the movie uh and maybe it was alien uh, or maybe it was even close encounters of the third kind or something but these beings came off the ship and it was that flight crew that went down in the bermuda triangle came off this alien craft and they weren't aged at all either so those on multiple levels that blew my mind do you, is there any reality there yes it is connected to the inner world so garth and lands there's just one of the subcontinents or inner subcontinents that deals with the actual tunnelized systems that reroute into the main Agarthan realm, the core itself. It, it connects to Antarctica, it connects to the subsystems in uh, certain areas and indexes of the Western Hemisphere of the United States of America, including Mount Shasta. It includes certain areas that correlate to the Grand Canyon underneath through Mammoth Cave as well, and substructures and tunnelized systems. 
it, pretty much a lot of the mainframe of the grid has a lot of portalized systems and dimensions that help with advanced societies in co-opting military and governmentals. We've talked about Agartha before. Can this all be part of this disclosure we're all expecting? I'm seeing things dripped out small pieces at a time so don't overwhelm people, but is this is this part of it? Or are we going to now have something opened up so we can more freely travel to Agartha and so forth? Well, think about Eden coming back or the new heaven on Earth. I mean, came and grid of Garthas is the same replication speed, reopening the mainframe of the designation of the portals of effect in the hyperdimensional frequency outlets. Mainstreams that correlate to the many different species and higher technologies to the civilizations that mankind should perceive for. Self-diagnosis, once the negative actuation zones are out of commission, we can actually pull something on a positive frequency back into effect. There have been many types of diagrams and timelines and conjunction notes that maintained the higher civilizations for mankind. And they always had the help to the higher beings itself. You, you had mentioned that these things were all connected. So the Antarctica tunnels, the, the Mammoth Cave, Agartha, all these things are connected is what you're saying then, right? Yes. Yes, there's a timeline core connection interval as well as a sub-internet connection interval that deals with the Agarthan dimensional codes as now, well as the inner worlds. Now, you had also mentioned something about the crystal pyramids. What, what's going on with crystal pyramids? Well, we can talk about the three different types of pyramids that substructure through what mankind doesn't perceive yet about. And these are... The crystal pyramids, underwater crystal stone structures aligned with Atlantis, energetic line coils, distributed tunnel systems, and examples are the mer people, mermaids have aligned with these types of inlet scenes. They actually have openings to these certain crystal pyramids that civilians of underwater societies can maintain their distribution through for. So these types of beings have lived underwater and helped correlate to these advanced systems. Crystal pyramids or underwater subsystems, either through aquatic creatures of a paranormal descent or advanced civilizations of a humanoid descent. They maintain also that they could, their alloy structure could be in hyperspace and something that subatomically can align through where we don't have enough air for. They run on a certain link-up alloy structure, obviously through the energetic recoil drives that deal with the other pyramids intact. You know, you we had um, you had mentioned mer people. We talked about mermaids in the past, and again, folks, this reminds me: you can always go back to any episode and look up a theme by the timestamp and click on it, and it'll take you right to that. So, if we're talking about mermaids. You flip through the episode where it has a mermaid on the, on the picture, and then you go to that timestamp on that show, and you're brought right to it. So you can catch up, or you can go back and re-listen. I do this all the time. It's my own show here with with Blue, and I go back, and I listen, and I, I, I really enjoy that part of it. So that's something that I enjoy, and you can enjoy as well. My, my question is, is the crystal pyramids what significance is it that they're crystal is it the is it what's you it's it's actual crystal like we know it here on earth like time crystals and it so means forth. it's it's the underwater meaning of the aquatic system of the trilateral platform 
if you allow, I can explain the two other types of platforms sure. that deal with the subsystems of the matrix, then we can actually perceive it. Okay. And the other two are the other one is the stone pyramids. Most humans are already known about, you know, the Mayan dealing with Egypt on land, stone structures distributed by me in Egypt, Antarctica, several other areas of interest. Now, Antarctica does have crystal pyramids as well because of the outer lining cold effects of certain areas. And they deal with, when we deal with the stone pyramids, Eaxophirons, which are mainstream of the Zeta Reticuli gray races, Analytic uh, to reptilian types, certain reptile races have maintained the code through this. Most of the negative ones don't. It's more on positive or neutral alloy by standing. Wealthy technological star beings and higher deity intervals, especially when we dealt with Egypt and certain other men and other civilizations that dealt with this. Deity or star gods in representation to the lower beings. They had articulated timeline frames. For instance, Hathor, or Ra, for instance, Poseidon underwater, uh, for instance, certain civilizations in Antarctica and mainstream through, uh, I believe, higher Yeti or more the coordinated ancients of the Sasquatch itself in certain areas designated through the colder substructures. Theirs was more outletted through platforms that had help on intervals to a higher Greece. Now, the cavern pyramids underneath, there are some cavern pyramids that are still yet to be discovered in Mammoth Cave. There are some cavern pyramids by the Giza pyramids underneath the substructure. Listen closely so you all understand this very well. Pyramids have a sub-pyramid. Some pyramids have sub-tunnels that deal with cavern pyramids. And those sub-tunnels will go into caverns that actually go into advanced technological pyramids or trilateral platforms on a smaller strand. They have found in Italy, I believe, or France, a certain area of effect through a cavern pyramid. And they connect with the inner lands and inner societies. Those types go more towards the Agarthan realms and then to Talos realms. And the Ajax Moonide people had correlation in the ancient times with them as well. Dwarven civilizations, too, as well as the Anunnaki. We've talked about all those civilizations before on prior shows, but the one thing that struck me and immediately jumped out at me, um, and it's going to be easily recognizable in just a second, but we've talked about the crystal pyramids, we talked about the stone pyramids, and we talked about the cavern pyramids. And when you talked about the stone pyramids, one of the things you had mentioned was reptilian types and wealthy and technological star beings. And immediately, my mind went to certain government officials that we consider to be possible reptilian and wealthy technological star beings. My mind immediately went to Elon Musk. Is this what we're talking about, that these beings have been around forever and Elon Musk and possibly these politicians are representations of those today? Well, core Tesla technology and the quantum technologies to the star seed generators like ourselves and the mainframe through the force and the mainframe through SpaceX organizations will help re realign the extraterrestrial, higher terrestrial technologies that need to be 
elevated again. They have been elevated several times before. That is why they had these time intervals of trilateral platforms in conjunction. That is why certain areas had hinting and quoted clues of electromagnetic ion interface waves or something that would actually put the distribution scenes of the elevated codes of effect for the next age into motion. Re-representing the higher divine back into place, if you will. You know, when we, we've talked about pyramids and so forth in the past, and, and I've seen things and studied things about pyramids, I don't hold a degree in anything, but, you know, I, I, of interest reading to me. And I find that I've seen several different theories, and I think it's depending on the dated release of these theories where these were all some sort of energy plant for beings we don't understand, all pyramids. Maybe these were landing spaces for extraterrestrial craft. And also we've talked about and we've heard about and initially we were led to believe that the pyramids were all like tombs for 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 leaders and so forth back in the day. So I want to be clear to people, is it a combination of these things or it's it's and to be real clear, or is it these things are one or the other, that all these pyramids are related or are they, do they all have different functions? They're related and I do have information. I had a live stream through the Federation and the higher beings on the engrams of what certain representations can align for. <clears throat> if we have some time and I can explain about it. Yes. Like Mount Shasta has a Lemora society, the Lemurians. The ancient advanced race that dealt with an organ via link Mount Pisca. Oregon uh, Terra, Hyper, uh, Terra Hyper Portal that transients and interleaks via a capsule. There you know, it's in Mount Pisca, the central frame of Mount Shasta, California. They're interlocking portalized under scenes events that graphically connect between two timeline links. Think about portal ingrading grams. Now, northern equator sector, Antarctica itself, mainframe to the Arctic Circle, advanced intelligence biopsis effect that correlates between government and military and motionalize certain gray overlords. Terror frame and the portals and conjuncture that what maintains through the advanced societies and civilizations, as well as extraterrestrial technologies, blueprints, schematics, and hyperlinked starport units in representation throughout the times, being hidden by society itself. Wow. Interworld link-ups through Antarctica. Cyplastic portals and effects and incubate through two trilateral or two lateral equations located to the outer realm's inner rims. Now, Western Florida, USA sector, Eastern and Southern USA sector of Florida co-connects with Atlantis and presumably Atlantic and sectors of the frequencies with the arcane societies, oceanic and the involvement grids that deal with the star beings that go underwater itself, the mer people. Wow. Through the Gulf of Mexico and juncture into another area. They have tunnelized substructure systems on an electromagnetic field. Those pulsating fields equalize to certain areas of effect. 
that maintain the grids of the Agarthan realms. Egypt Triway Giza Sector. Satan, three-way trilateral platform, deals with the furons, the DNA hyper-ingrading points to maintain, and as well as the Hathor mainframe to 8.08 tera biolorites, meaning their layouts are incubated through the mainframe of the electromagnetic fields of the grid itself, the communication standards goes in via hyper-tribute routing processors over time, creating hyperporals and as well as opening up to certain Halcyon systems. Wow. This is I'm not allowed to give more, but that's about all you're not gonna get for them. Let me this is open more questions than anything, and I could talk about this all day, but I know we got some other things we want to talk about. And that reminds me. If you have questions, reach out to us on the socials. We're all over the place. We're on X. We're on Facebook. Uh, you can reach us on YouTube. So but by all means, if you have questions, don't be afraid to comment on any video, comment on Facebook, or send us a message on X. Uh, you know, you had sent over notes on SCP. I love when we talk about the SCP Foundation. The first one just really perked my, my, my ears up. An atmospheric jellyfish. I often thought jellyfish were from another place. Can you tell me more about this? Well, just like they have ingrammable effects of hypercloud modulation codes, and they have hidden through technological hyper-advanced themes, through star units or UFOs, and hologram projection, or maintaining their curricular score, they also have for certain particular scenes of effect for creatures. So, co-camouflage on satellites, jellyfish in the upper hemisphere. There are giants in the actual cosmos that look like serpents that actually create a electromagnetic field and cloud behind them. Kind of closer to what you would see in the movie Gods of Egypt. How Ra had uh, supposedly shooting off this light form against it. These beings... They can create a bad interval or an un, or an pretty much equalized interval. The negative interval is if you're looking directly upward at the cloud, supposed cloud structure that looks like a huge jellyfish. The tendrils itself has subatomic alloy and engrams that access to certain areas of effect. When someone looks up, they pretty much they could create a vortex stream and suck out that engram or several engrams. They have hyperatmospheric gases, slightly higher tissue or temperature of the tissue than normal in the surrounding area of the air. They prey on the engrams effect, but normally they're a docile. So they prey upon large animals, so strong preference for human cells. So the humans are their main prey. There are not many of these beings out there, but there are still some that the foundation itself are not able to monitor or have not found the monitorization zones yet. These beings manipulate the air currents around it. They can create relative positions in the several areas. And the prey can escape by moving at a speed upwards of 30 kilometers per hour by entering a large crowd. It seems to confuse SCP-312, cause it to switch targets. That's one way you can get out of this. Kind of like a tornado scene or some type of 
lower vocabulary cycle scene. So, core filled with large cluster of eyes. Majority of the eyes are human appearance, except for a large general web. The others are connected to the central one by thin tendrils. And the tube tentacles prey are looking directly upwards or recording devices above the targeted prey. So as long as this core remains unobserved, those won't be preyed upon. It will go back into dormant status. Well, you know, I, I definitely got from what you said there that this is a bad guy. This is not someone we want to mess with. But more importantly, this is a movie. You Hollywood, take note. Please just give us credit in a movie. Give us a small percentage of the uh, of the box office. But with the technology that we have today, can you imagine you had mentioned Tornado? There was a Tornado movie back in the early 90s, late 80s. So, I mean, we have the technology to make this a very viable. Michael Bay, get involved. You can have a bunch of explosions and stuff, much like your 90s movies. But is this something you could picture one day somebody taking to the big screen? Well, I mean, in reality, there are beings like this, but they camouflage and they should be learned upon and protected, just like the regular beings. When we're talking about animals here that humans already know of, they need to start learning more about the paranormal species and maybe what we can do to either work alongside a co-op or maintaining refinement code so humans are not harmed by them, but they're actuated elsewhere or placed upon a note of a fact where they're not being harmed. The only place to be placing an actual movie is to be putting the facts behind it into representation. That way, when the facts are represented, mankind is not ensnared by the reality of what truly goes on. Wow. You, you know, we've talked about the, that before. That's kind of where we think Hollywood's done society a favor or maybe they were instructed to with you know like we talked about with disclosure you gotta you gotta kind of inch your way on certain things otherwise people's heads would explode because quite frankly a, a lot of people can't handle things and i get it you know if you took somebody from the 1700s and brought them here today their minds would just explode with the technology and the things we've done even just in the last 50 years you know but i i know we got a lot of scp to talk about here this next one here this 345 Terry the Pterodactyl. This sounds like a little kitty cartoon character. Is this is this like a cartoon character? No, it's just like a real dinosaur species. Ancient dinosaurs are pterodactyls, but they have subatomical analytic coding effects that are smaller. Just like they find engrams in normal species nowadays, and they find smaller engrams to the actual engrams in a higher definition. There are smaller subspecies to the larger pterodactyls that still live here. And they don't, they are not prey activators like the ancient ones, like the, their cousins, the bigger ones. These smaller ones did have scientists that helped grow an active DNA structure too and manually put them into effect. They also ran through the inner worlds and inner earth and realms. And they connect with two other different types of SCPs. Don't have the number right at this moment, but these type of species they they uh, correlate eating mainly crickets. They are friendly, but they are intelligent as well. They are no stronger or smarter than a parakeet, but because of their intellect closer to a subbird species and not that of a bat, they have manualization stones that could contract and work alongside humans. 
if the possibility comes into existence. They mm-hmm. are not harmful creatures, but they are protected ones. You know, when you started talking about this pterodactyl, and just previous to that, I had mentioned about Hollywood assisting and gradually dripping things out. When, when you started talking about this pterodactyl, immediately my mind started drifting to Jurassic Park. And that validates the point I made before. Are you suggesting that that's what this is? This is like an island somewhere? This is like a contained species on this area? Well, they have several areas that inject the species, but there are not many out there. And they behave in a manner like a bird and a bat. But they're in vocabulary scenes that came from the inner world itself. Centralized 13-dimensional Agartha frequency streams is maintainment through at least several uh, uh, timelines. Think about Jurassic Park like you had stabilized. There are several other indicators that scientists have proenact in saving grace or trying to reenact the DNA that was subatomically taken away from mankind, including mammoths and other types of species. And if you look that up, I'm not lying. They are finding correlated ways to put them back into existence again, including the dodos, if I'm not mistaken as well, which are an also ancient race of subspecies. Wow. This just blows my mind. I could talk about that one forever, but the one that really fascinated me was the bloodstone. Garnet, variety of the usual size, and it has a phrase inscripted on it, for man looketh on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart, has been engraved on the stone's interface. So, sign magic, paranormal effect. Anyone who goes around this area's indexer would get a type of neural injunction speed, depending on the radius, and you'll hear it begin to hear the distant beating of a heart within their head. The heartbeat heard directly corresponds with the subject's own heartbeat, with the frequency of the palpitation increasing and decreasing the pulse of the subject. Prolon exposure causes a variety of additional psychological effects. Once they get close enough to this thing, it connects to them on a psyche awareness stream. And when it does that, it causes numerous stages. Number one, the first stage that this was caused is on set five to seven minutes of staying there. Five to seven minutes, low-level feelings, unease, and anxiety. So remember what I said about the inscription. They don't look upon what's on the outside, but the Lord look on the inside. These are activating certain neural conjunctures and the engram effects of the mind itself and opening up activated portals that could cause the engrams of the neural juncture to bypass its moving streams. It could cause a bad leeway point, depending on who and what you have or what you are. How long? Six to 20 minutes, stage two, increased feelings of anxiety and paranoia. Double that amount. They decrease once you vacate, though. So every time that you take an underlying effect through these timelines, the longer you take, and then the more the longer it's going to take when you vacate for that to actually go away. Now, the higher the stage, the harder it's going to be. Stage three, 1827, high level. Hallucination. Seeing the world around in tinge with red, hearing vague whispering noises. Decrease 20 minutes. On set, 
34 to 59 minutes. That would be stage four. Previous symptoms double again. Hallucinations double. They become more vivid and visual, which causes an activation of an awakened REM. And the frequent hallucinations will enclose of rivulets of blood trailing down the walls. And images of dead bodies and thumping and screaming and corpse-like insurges, figures. 65% rendered mentally disordered, incapable of being able to leave the influence. Wow. Even after 60 minutes. Stage 5, increase 100% and incapable. It takes a longer period. Some of them after stage five are, are totally it come become delusional. And the recap effect will put them into an insane asylum that is on a more of your normal status quota or designated effect that they would lose their way through that transcendence. Don't think of this as an action from the Lord to mankind against. But think about this certain stone maybe had an activation point that transmits what's inside outwards of certain beings. Wow. So, Blue, is there anything to uh, report from your position with the Federation and the Space Force? Yes. Recently, outer spatial and cosmic interrelated uh, cyberspace attacks self-ambulated through controlled perimeters have been confirmed with the White House and certain other conjunctures that do what the force have been approved to and already in control over negative designation points against such. Specified star X perimeter satellites, certain other conjunction scenes have been attacked in correlation to certain cyberspace controlled analytic gridding points. These cyberspace attacks through the communication satellites that supposedly and are in conjuncture to maintainment code of ethics to protect mankind have been in controlled scenes against their own. Cyberspace attacks are real. Those conjunctures have been more recent and they are trying to actively control the neural scenes of effects that are being placed out through broadcasts as well as those and the underlying through military ops effects itself. There are transient scenes, though, though on self-controlled perimeters on our end that are re-advancing against theirs. Some of the things mankind doesn't understand about certain attack intervals that are prolonged and played out through the force in other distributions. You know, I, I I listen to a lot of stuff, and and you know, I, I have um, I I've been one to follow along with some Q things, and we've talked about that on the show, bar, uh, absolutely. And one of the things I remember hearing about, and you know, <laughs> everything's been a conspiracy theory. Well, you know what? If you look backwards now, at this point, everything's coming true, folks. It really is. I mean, this was just a situation where it was reading the future almost. My question is, is I've heard this being 
a possibility that maybe in the next year. And again, through disclosure, they have to drip things out because it's going to blow people's minds. But it seems that in the press, especially, I've seen things about cybersecurity, sunspots, and ways that we might be able to shut down all communications like that, whether it's through an EMP or whether it's just a cybersecurity situation where the internet is actually shut down just in time for elections. So I'm curious, is this, are those two things related? Yes, it could be one of two things. One, that it could mess up the Starlink accessing points that are being in conjunction or into the upper firmament and go into the cosmos, that they would stop certain actions to maintaining our spatial uh, drifts to where they need to go. <clears throat> or it can set wavelengths back up against the perimeters of the communications itself. And it set up a link to stopping the interval of the communications, kind of quite, kind of like closer to what you were stabilizing, or the engrams of the communications through the subsystems and through the internet, or through the TV broadcasting systems. My thing here is you had mentioned that word permanent, the permanent, and I want to do a, a segment on that in another show here if we can. But my my whole thing, can you briefly explain? Just, just briefly, what that is to people who may not be familiar with the firmament? Well, there are two types of outlets that go through that. And what humans need to understand is that you are in a spatial firmament, meaning that you can go into the cosmic realms from here. You're not entirely trapped. You're not going to hit a bubble. But there is an inner realms, an inner lands that designate sequencings in between the waters. This firmament itself goes into the electromagnetic balancing streams, the electromolecules that surface between the layers itself in conjuncture to the grid's atmosphere. So it's breaking forth into the spatial cosmic zones. Designation, the dome firmament zone layer protection screening, which is over acceptable and, they could, and SpaceX already has it in coordinates through Mars and other conjunctures, dome layers. That are able to protect the lower ingrading points. Not and for the entire actual planet, but there are realms that could coordinate in between zones, similar, and that would deal with underwater and aqua levels too, underlying the atmospheric gridding systems to maintaining the ozoning and sequencing balancing waves. And if anyone ever watched the movie, I know it's a comedy movie funny stuff about it too but there are similar prospects to hints and coatings out there for clues um space balls the movie how they have an actual dome of glass into and a protective screen through a layered planet itself and the only way to get through it is if you do a password a simulized password to get through that it opens up there are similar properties except those hyper properties and definitely through a hyper dome or the projection hollow screen of electromagnetic molecules that project through the layers. It could create an extra outer-defying protocol protection for the layer itself of the matrix, of the actual dome. This just blows my mind, and I'm excited to dive in deep on another episode here with this. But just, just for <laughs> reference, folks, this isn't just something we're just talking about. This is biblical. You can go back into the Bible and see quotes about the firmament. So this is something we're definitely going to explore in the future here. Hey, before time gets away from us, I do want to talk about the exciting portion of our show. Of course, every portion is exciting. But let's talk about ET of the week. Yes, the Repton Drake No Direct. 
semi-species directed closer to the Draconis Alphas, 1x star clusters. They are equivalent terms are attuned with neutral orders, but they are still not considered nice because most Draconian species are not on good ordered effect nowadays, unfortunately, through this current timeline. They have less muscle than their cousins, the Alpha Centauri Draconians, so they currently are taking over the gridding system. And they are more intelligent than their cousins. That's why they can neutralize the point of effect. They can take both sides, but the real definition is on a negative stance. They wouldn't care either way. But they can still bypass certain activation points. Habitats consist of their drier atmospheric conditions, including oxygen deprivation areas, able to adjust to utilizing underwater areas if necessary. Most draconians have a meat-eating nature, unfortunately, and although some reptilian-like species have a biodegradable generator, within their stomach modules that consists of reactive molecules that slow down the digestive tract in order to go dormant. Now, certain similar species are cousins close to the Draconians and Reptilians. There are good factors of Reptilians that coexisted with mankind. We have talked about this before that dealt with architect civilization codes. Uh, certain civilizations and rainforests, if you will, they are in bipedal creatures that would help mankind. That they would be good distributors. They're the better of the cousins. These are not. And these are the better of the cousins. The reptilians, they, they go both ways. They would eat plants and, and they would eat some types of meat. These all together would be on a more negative stance. But regardless, they have less intake. All the reptilian species do regardless, depending on what they modulate for. To set the violence provides extra protection in breathing stimulators, which proact the scenes of effect so they're able to blink both different ways cymatically. Closer to one of the movies in The Men in Black, the first movie itself, how they chase Will, so-called Will Smith, that chased this uh, being up a building, blinked its two sets of eyes, and then stabilized that it was just breathing. There are numerous types of reptile-like creatures already on this planet that have a uh, an extra molecule in, the, in their membrane that activates certain areas in their indicator scenes. There are aquatic levels as well that can actually proactive with this. Certain humans possess an extra membrane in their eyes. Like the Milwaukee people, the people we had talked about before, on a certain island going underneath the water being able to see underneath the water very well because they have an extra layered membrane as well as they're able to activate certain sequencing events in their eyes wow and i definitely heard you say very clearly these are bad guys i don't want to mess with my question is is do you think that these that this species here do you think uh do you think they're definitely coordinating with some of the world leaders we say today see today or is that another well, species there are higher coordination of their cousins the alpha centuras they run on a more ordered elite status because they have higher gender species and neurocognitive function so they're more ordered as leaders if you will wow you know it's it's just amazing to me that we're able to talk about et of the week and i like doing this because 
you can go back, folks, and look through all these teas of the week. And, and it's fascinating to me. And it's really a time to learn for me. And I'll go back again to different episodes and go back and click on the index at the timestamp there and look up the ET of the week. And I've recently spun those off on reels as well. So they're short and you can watch all the shorts. Boom, 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 boom. They're right there on our YouTube page as well. Blue, episode 40 in the books. Great stuff as usual. Thank you so much, folks. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. Remember, click like, subscribe, click on notifications so you're notified when we post new material. Blue, I look forward to episode 41. Me too, Mike. Have a good one. All right. Thank you.